Welcome to Relevant Faith Church this morning. My name is Mike Womer. I am the lead pastor here at Relevant Faith, and we are so excited that you are here this morning. We just started a series last week called The Word, and, and we are talking about a lot of different aspects of, of God's Word and, and its power and its ability and its strength and its necessity and all those things over the next several weeks. And so we, um, I have, of course, one of my close friends who's been with uh, Relevant Faith Church since before Relevant Faith Church actually existed on a Sunday morning. He was part of our launch team, so he's been with us going on seven years, and he's been a good friend of mine. Um, he's been a great person. to. That's uh, one of those iron sharpen iron relationships, right? We challenge each other biblically. We challenge each other, and but the greatest thing is we love and respect each other as well, and he's a very good friend of mine. So I'm excited to hear what my very good friend Nate Terry has to say this morning. He's another one who, like me, absolutely loves God's Word, and so I'm excited to hear from this morning. So if you do me a favor and help me welcome my good friend Nate Terry as he comes this morning to bring and deliver God's Word. need that. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank God for all of you being here this morning. Uh, I just thank God for Relevant Faith Church. I thank God for Mike and Alicia. I can say this, that they really love this church, and they love God's people, and they love God. I wouldn't say that if I didn't believe that about them. Uh, I've seen them, I've watched them over the years, and I could see their heart and where they are with the people of God and, and how they, you know, journey this journey. So I thank God for them, and they're such a blessing, truly, truly a blessing to this house and abroad. So I thank God for them. I thank God for all of you that are here. I've invited a couple friends. I invited my crazy friend Bill. He back there, <laughs> and he always show up. I thank God for Mary. Mary, she in her 90s. She travels around to keep Bill straight, you know. And uh, my buddy Angel back there, my buddy Bob back there, just to name a few of my friends. I don't have a lot of friends. My buddy Keaton is here with his wife and family. Uh, I don't have a lot of friends, but Bill always told me something ever since I've known him, the years that I've been knowing him. He always say, show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Something like that, right, Bill? So, so if you got friends that's corrupt and you hanging with all the dope fiends, wait a minute, hold it, you know. So your friends reflect the type of person that you are as well. So my friends, they love God. You know, I love hanging with the people of God, how we converse in the word of God. Uh, I've been doing a lot of crying this morning. Of course, I preached at the jail. Um, I want to share this before I get into the word of God. Uh, I, uh, I preach a lot in jails and stuff, and, and, and this past week I preached in the Galesburg Penitentiary, and uh, four men were there that were incarcerated in the 80s when I was incarcerated, and they're still there. And for me to see them, it really broke me. It really, uh, it made me feel inadequate. Like, Lord, I've done what they've done, but they still there, you know. Uh, it was so good. 
it was good at the same time it hurt. But it made me understand that God had a purpose and a plan for me. You know, he really had a purpose and a plan for my life. So is I, I shared that I felt like the lion that I am walking in the midst of lions. And they were roaring too. They were roaring, you know. And I just felt like, okay, thank you, Lord. Uh, you're such an amazing God, how you can take brokenness, fix it, and then use brokenness while he's broke and fixed. Maybe you'll get that later. <laughs> you know, he'll use brokenness while he's fixing brokenness, and he'll still use you. So it's such a, it's such a blessing. Thank you. I ain't, know, I ain't mean to say all that, but I guess I did. Um, I'm going to ask that you pray with me uh, and turn with me to 2 Timothy, second, the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 3. 2 Timothy, chapter 3, as soon as I find it here. Give me a second. I'll be here in a moment. Pardon me? Uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> That's my friend, Bill. Thank you. But I just thank God. Uh, I'm looking forward here. Give me a second. Um, my pages are sticking. Here we go. Second Timothy chapter three and verse 16. And here's what it says. It says all scripture is given. Catch that real good by the inspiration of God. All scripture. And is profitable for doctrine and mm, mm, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished mm, unto all good works. What God gave me to speak to us this morning is that there is life in the word of God. Do you see what all of the word does? There is life in the word of God. In fact, the word of God is life. Are you hearing me? So God speaks to us and tells us not only what the word is, but what the word does. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your engrafted word that's able to save every soul. Have your way in this place, dear Lord. We thank you. We appreciate you. You're so kind and you're so loving. Oh, God, you're so just, but you're also sovereign. And we thank you for that, God. We thank you for being God. And we give you the praise in Jesus' name. God's word tells us what it, what it is and what it's for. The interesting thing that I love about the word of God, God let me know and he lets us know how important that this word is to us. The word of God is very, very important to our life because there's life in the word of God. Because without it, we can't make it. Not without the word. We can, we can live a life, but we're not going to be able to make it without the word of God. It's higher 
than our necessary food. Are you listening to me? We need the word of God because we need correction. Sometimes, believe it or not, Alicia, I need corrected. Are you hearing me? Sometimes I need corrected, right? So God has sent a word to correct me. See, in case you didn't know, it started with a word. Do you know your saved life started with the word of God? You could not be saved without it. It takes the word of God to save your life. And it also takes the word of God to keep you. Are you hearing me? It takes the word of God to keep you. Yeah, it keeps us with our messed up self. It keeps us. Are you hearing me? Because we need the word of God for to be corrected, for to be reproved, for to be righteous, for to be just. We need the word of God. That's how important it is to our life. It's the word of God. We might as well be standing on it because the Bible says heaven and earth going to pass away. But not one jot or one tittle of my word shall ever pass away. That's how important the word of God is. I, I still do this. In fact, I did it this week. I, I take these little cards and I write down a scripture and I walk around all day. And I look at them, and I'm getting them in my spirit all day. I'm saying it, put it back in my pocket, look at it, saying it, getting it in my spirit, that scripture. You see what I'm saying? Building myself up on this most holy faith that I talk about. See, if I'm to say I'm saved, then something has to reflect that I'm saved. There's a word of God. This is the instruction for the saved life. Did you know that? This is the instruction for the saved life. Now, it's challenging. It's not always easy. But it's necessary. Are you hearing me? This is necessary. Not always easy because a lot of times, this stuff right here, this gets in the way. This stuff. Is what gets in the way. We do. We get in the way. But God wants us to know that there is life in his word. In fact, the Bible said this. It said, it said over in 1 John, where did it, where's that at? Where's that at in 1 John? That's in 1 John, right? <laughs> 1 John chapter 1, here's what it says. That which was before uh, that which was from the beginning which we've heard, which we've seen with our eyes, which we've looked upon, uh, and our hands have handled the word of life. Do you notice it called it the word of life? The word is life because there's life in the word of God. Did you know that Jesus is the word? Are you hearing me? Jesus is the word. The Bible lets us know that we need the word of God in order to make it. I can't make it without the word. I need the word of God in my life in order to live. I can't live without the word of God. I must have the word of God in my life in order for me to make it. Did you notice that when Jesus had fasted, 
and prayed for 40 days and the enemy came up against them, it was the word that he spoke against the enemy. It was the word. Uh-huh. He didn't plead the blood. He didn't say the blood of Jesus. That's not what he said. He said it is written. Are you hearing me? When Jesus got up to preach, like Mike was talking about, when he said, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. Uh-huh. When Jesus got up to preach and he said, you've even anointed me to preach the gospel. This day, the scripture is fulfilled in your ears. It's always been and it always will be and it always has been about the word. It's the word of God. Now, I already know. That if I went around the room and I went, how long you been saved? 10 years. How long you been saved? 20 years. How long you been saved? 30 years. Give me 15 scriptures. Right off the bat, you'll get nervous. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But it's important that you understand the word of God. It's important that you get it in your spirit because when things come up, that word will come up. That word will raise up a standard and be like, hold it. Are you listening? That word, Jesus, lets us know how important the word of God is. Did you know the spiritual armor that God gave us? You know, the helmet of salvation, the blessed breastplate of righteousness, you know, the feet shod preparation with the gospel of peace, the girdle, all of those things. That he gave us to put on and keep on. He didn't say, take them off, put them on, take them off. Uh-uh. He gave us those. But with all of that, he gave us a sword, which is the word of God. Are you hearing me? So the first contact with the enemy got to be the word. It has to be the word. Before it even penetrate me, it's got to get past the word to penetrate me. Are you listening to me? It's the word of God that I need. It's necessary to my life. No word, he can just come on in. He can just enter on in. Ain't no word. That sword is offense and defense. Are you hearing me? It's offense and defense. In fact, in Hebrews 4 and 12 says the word of God is quick. It's quick. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's quick. We need the word of God in our life. Because without it, we're nothing. We have nothing. And we ain't going nowhere quickly. But to hell. We need that word. I must have the word of God in my life. I thought about when I was a gangbanger. When I was a GD and I was in the gang. It was something that I needed to know. I couldn't just say that I was against a disciple. Uh-huh. Because they're going to question me. Well, where are you from, brother? I'm from the west side. I'm from K-Town. Okay, you from K-Town. Who know you? Ike Taylor and them know me. Uh, Dan Tanner and them know me. Dougie and them know me. Okay, all of them guys know you. Okay, well, what do you know about this thing? So then I had to tell them the love that I had for the nation. Right. I needed to know the prayer. 
Are you hearing what I'm saying? I needed to know the whole gang constitution. I needed to know all those things. I needed to know we believe in the teaching of honorable chairman, all laws and policies set forth by the chairman and in the executive staff. I needed to know all that stuff in order to be gangster. I needed to know that. You think that I'm going to come over here in holiness and learn about a holy God who rescued me from the flames of hell and don't know nothing about him? I got to learn about the one that set me free. Because he's the one that brought me out and set my feet up on a rock. I got to learn about him. How am I going to quote the gang's literature and I can't quote God's literature? Because there is life in the word. It started with the word. He sent a preacher with the word all the way to the penitentiary that I was in. Sent the preacher but the preacher had the word in his bosom. And I had to receive that engrafted word that saved my soul. That word. It was that word. And today, it's the word of God. I can't get around this, Mike. It's the word. Huh? When I mess up. God already convicted. For anybody else say anything, God didn't already worked on me. When I mess up, He already met, He already got me. He didn't already told me. You know better than that because you know my word. You saw it in the word. You know you didn't supposed to do that because the word lets me know. But also, the word protects me. The word protects you because when it's error or false doctrine, you'll know it because of the word. Are you listening to me? Because of the word of God. We need the word of God for reproof, for instruction. God tells us what to do through the word. It's so important that you open this book up. And study this book. Because there's life in this. There's life in this, in this book. The thing that I rejected had the power to change my life. And I didn't even know it. It was all about this. This word. Because there's life in the word. The word is life. This word can change thousands and thousands and millions and millions of people's hearts and their lives. I thought about, and everything in the scriptures points to the word of God. Do you know that? From Genesis to Revelation, it's all about his word. You know? It's all about him and his word. Mike mentioned last week that some, uh, and you know, when you're dealing with the Hebrew and the Greek, which I don't talk about a lot because God speaks to me in English. I'm just dumb enough to understand English. <laughs> but, <laughs> but sometimes the word gives a description when it's talking about the word. It's referring to the logos, okay, which is the log, what's been documented. It's written, the logos. It's the log. And the other one is the rhema. Are you hearing me? 
Huh? But I need both of them. Because, see, sometimes God's he speaks to me in my spirit. Who? Who we? He just speaks in my spirit. He'll download it right in my spirit, you know, and say it in my spirit. There, it can be a rhema word. I'm talking about a rhema word. It ain't even written. Are you hearing me? But he told me what to do. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He orchestrated me to go this way, do it this way. It's kind of like there was a man in the book of Acts by the name of Agabus, right? He was a prophet, the Bible said. And Paul was bragging about going up to Jerusalem. And Agabus came to Paul and said, the man that wear this garment shall be bound in Jerusalem. That's what he told him. And Paul was like, not only am I ready to go to Jerusalem, I'm ready to die. But when he got up there and his life was on the line, he began to defend it. Are you hearing me? But the man of God came with the word and told him, the man that wear this garment, he going to be bound in Jerusalem. That's what he said. See, God always got a man. It's a woman or a man. It don't matter. Not no transgender stuff. The devil is a lie. I don't play games. You getting it real from me. But God always got a man. Seriously. He always had a man to speak his word. Or a woman. Don't get it twisted. Devil's an Esther. Are you listening to me? I often heard women talking about they wanted a Boaz. You know, when I get my Boaz... But wait a minute. In order for you to get the Boaz, don't you got to be the roof that roof was in order to get the Boaz? You talk about you want the Boaz, but are you the roof? Who am I preaching to? When I looked at the story, it was more about Ruth and her obedience. <laughs> she was obedient. That's why she got her Boaz. I threw that in there for free. But I need you to understand the importance. See, the reason that I know that is because I read it in the book. I know the story. It's in the word of God. I love them old covenant stories. You know, it's something about them old covenant stories. They stay with you. You know, like the four lepers, that's in my spirit. I understand that. So a lot of things when I'm going through this life and this journey is tough. Now, I ain't going to lie to you and say, oh, it's a cakewalk. This thing easy. I can do this standing on my head. No, this thing is a, it's, it's a journey. It's tough sometimes. Saved or not. Right, Brother Rob? Saved or not. This is a journey. And it's tough sometimes. But the word is keeping me. Huh? I can shout on the word of God. Because it's the word that keeps me. Not because I look so good. and I'm, I look good. I'm just playing around. But it's the word that keeps me. Because if I had to go on my looks, I wouldn't make it. Are you listening to me? It's the word that keeps me. It's God's word, Tina. It's God's word. Even when I don't dot every I and I don't cross every T, but he got me. He got me through the word of God. He got me. From beginning to end, he got me. God is good. And there is life in his word. We need his word. Man, I'm so grateful you brought this series up. <laughs> Woo! 
He didn't even have to ask me, are you going to stay in the vein? I'm in the vein that I'm in. I said, Mike, I'm already in the vein. Huh? Because it's the word of God. It's something that we need no matter what it comes to. When it comes to our giving, we need to be instructed or corrected on how to give. Right? So sometimes you need to be checked by the word of God. And God just got a man that can do it. Are you hearing me? Sometimes when it comes to your lifestyle and what you're doing, the word of God will correct you. Sometimes when you need to be proved, he, it, will approve, it will prove you. It will. It will do all of those things when it show you how to be righteous. The word is for that. The word will correct you. I remember when God first took cussing out of my mouth. Woo, I used to cuss. I'm serious. And a, and a guy that wasn't saved told me, brother, I thought you got saved. Man, saved people don't cuss. And I was like, oh, I ain't cussed since that day. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. But when I learned, I knew I couldn't cuss no more. Huh? I got some brothers in the Lord, they'll just cuss in a minute. I'm like, well, hold on, brother. Can't just say that, brother. What's wrong with you? You know? But, huh? <laughs> say, he's working on you. He's working on me too. But that's what the word of God is for. The word of God is to correct us, the word of God is to prove us, the word of God is to do everything that we need in this walk, in this life. We need the word. Mother Grant said, esteem it higher. Than my necessary food. That's what she told me. She said, esteem that word higher than your necessary food. Huh? So if I don't eat and I'm fasting and I don't eat, I still need the word. I got to eat the word because it'll fill me up more than food will. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And sometimes it's tough when you're going through a fast, but that word, that word will keep you. It'll keep you. It'll build you up on your most holy faith. God will correct us through the word. God will strengthen us through the word. We need the word. We need the word of God. This series should take us higher when it comes to the word of God. Uh-huh. It should take us higher. It should make us want to study the word of God more so we can apply it to our lives better. That's what it's designed for to do, to make us better to make us more pleasing in his sight. The word of God. You understand what I'm saying? Mike said last week about it's not just about a, you having an app or Bible app. You need more than a Bible app. You got to spend some time. In the words of my old pastor, you need to make some time. Make it. Don't talk about you ain't got no time. You got a wife. You got a husband. Yeah, but what about all that leisure time? Put that in the word. Erase the leisure and give that to the word. Are you hearing me? Because it's necessary. It's alive. Do you know that word says that the word of God is quick? It means that it's alive. It's alive. And you know it's alive. Have you ever been reading the word and it just shake your great? That's an old saying. I mean, give you a revelation and you go, ooh. My God, I never saw that before. 
I've read this before, but I never saw that. Oh, my God, that's good. And then you want to tell somebody. But when you tell them, they ain't get it like you got it. You all excited. You go share it with them, and they go, oh, that's nice. Are you hearing me? But you didn't, you on fire with it. And it's been there all the time. You just read over it, read over it, read over it. That's how God works with us through the word of God. But you'll never have that experience if you're not in that word. You know, that's why you'll go, oh, that's nice. Because you don't have that experience. But when you have that experience and you're study reading that, then each time God gives you something greater through the word of God. It's all about the word because there is life in the word. I need the word of God. Are you listening to me? People of God, it is so important that we take the word and apply it to our life. We get it down in our bosom. That's why even to this day, I don't stop studying the scriptures. Every day I'm still, except on Sunday, because I preach a lot on Sunday. But during the week, I write them little cards and I write down them scriptures and I'm looking at them walking. And even though I've been walking with God 30 years, I still do that. Are you hearing me? I still make time for the word. Huh? I got to go preach. I cannot preach what I don't know. I mean, I can, but I'm not. You hear what I'm saying? It takes the word of God. It took the word of God to save me. It's taking the word of God to keep me. You know? I'm saved, but I'm being saved, and I'm going to be saved. In fact, I can preach saved, but not yet. Are you listening to me? But I'm still saved. Yes, all because of the word of God. I came in peace. God bless you.